right, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Lunch Beers Podcast. We are missing one of the boys today, but we have myself, brother Frank, Fimbo, uh, Eli. How's it going, buddy? Happy to be back. How are you, Frank? Good, good. Thank you, Jared. What's up, my man? Doing good. Had a La Marvelous Christmas. Oh, I like that. <laughs> my guy's been waiting <laughs> to drop that one. Um, that's awesome. It's been a rough day at work, I will oh, say, dude. today. It was awful. Yeah, morale is low. Yes, very low. Been off for almost a week. I don't like it. Um, people send emails, apparently, on like Christmas Eve and Christmas. That's crazy. Dude, if I made even the slightest eye contact with my company logo on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, I'd have to really sit down and start questioning some things. But, yeah, apparently I had emails to go through from those days, which is nuts. Dude, our CRM has, like, um, like a task filter that's in inside of, like, all the, the client activities you have. And I had things, like, due on 1225, and I'm like, dude, I'm like, what is this computer doing? Yeah. No. How do you not know what Christmas is? Yeah, no. How does AI not know what Christmas is, man? What the hell? Yeah, I thought it was a person by now. Shouldn't it be like celebrating with its fam- little yeah. AI family? But it wants me to pitch a children's book on Christmas. Like, <laughs> You could work harder. You should work harder. Do more. No. Yeah, so we're back in the dungeon. Today was rough. I had um, to move my desk upstairs today. We have two oh, floors yeah? and I'm moving up. Do you have any help or you moved nah, yourself? all by myself. <sighs> and I was sweating. <laughs> And whoever's desk this was, like their monitor and everything was all set up, and they had like um, a keyboard holder that was under there, and like I'm tall, so it's it's hit my leg, so I'm trying to figure out how to take this thing off with like no tools, and I'm just making so much noise while everyone around me is like trying to work, and I'm like I'm I'm sorry guys, I'm just the worst right now, and like every little paper crumple or something that was thrown away just was amplified by a million. You have one of the corporate offices where there's just no sound. It's just silence. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I, I really think they need like the Coles, like Macy's approach. Just the light music. Something. Just Some the light music. music. Something like way up in the tall ceilings. Just something to break the fourth wall where it's like if you're just being a human, you're disrupting. Yeah, it was brutal. It took me like an hour and 40 minutes to do it. It's an hour and 40 minutes less of work though. Not really. I sweated. Ooh, sweating at work does suck. It was terrible. Yeah, I'm a bad sweater too, so. Yeah, I was a bad sweater down south, but not too bad. I was sweating today uh, in the gym. I went to the gym today, and uh, I came to a realization when I was leaving the gym when a person drove by me in one of those, like, Dodge Chargers that has, like, the black front end, the black back end, the white middle, big flashlight on the windshield, not a cop. That's so wild. It, I don't understand. I, like, is this like, is it a simulation glitch? Like, what is that? Like, one, how is that allowed? I don't understand what we're doing. She ran right through a stop sign right in front of me. I had no idea what was going on at this point. Cause I was, you know, I perked up a little bit. I was like, oh, you know, you know, it might be the feds. Like, they might be driving by. It's cool, but like, no, it's just some Karen leaving Petco. What motivates a person to buy one of those cars? I don't understand. Like, like they're on the used car lot. They're looking. They're test driving a bunch of things, and they turn the corner and they see that, and they're just like, "Yep." That's do you want people to like drive weird around you too? Like you're now not that you know we would ever drive faster than normal, but like you're now demanding all traffic around you be exactly a speed limit. 
It is terrible. Like when you're on the highway and one of those cars is behind you and you're just sweating bullets the whole time. Yeah, dude. And it's yeah, just yeah, like a annoying. Pizza Hut delivery driver. Yeah, and they speed by you and you're People, like, oh. They drive that to their nine to fives. Or like when they, um, <laughs> or just like if you buy any sort of car, even if it does, even if it doesn't have the light or anything like that, but just any sort of make and model that the police or the state troopers or anyone like that uses. You're the worst. Like, yeah, like, what are you doing? Like, the Fords, the Ford, the Ford SUVs, SUVs. Like, dude, I hate those. I'm always looking for the so bulletproof wheels. There's so many different SUV options out there, man. Like, come on. These people just want everyone to walk on eggshells around them. They want to impact everyone's existence. But it's funny when they have, like, the spotlight on there still. Like, you think that's hooked up even? I don't know, but they had theirs craned in, so it was pointing at them. Imagine if that thing, like, misfired and went off. It just literally blinded you from the other side of the windshield. And you crash. Who's at fault? Dude, we should get, like, some PBA stickers or something and, like, go around and put them on these people's cars and then, like, call them. Like, someone's impersonating a police officer. Here's the license plate. Just ruin it. I thought you meant bowlers. No. Not professional bowlers association. <laughs> That's right. I did it. I Who was, do you think you are? I, was, I am. I was still doubt. <laughs> I just wanted to see where you were going with it. There's going to be like a crazy character arc or something. Well, there could be. You never know. Well, good thing we have beer, boys. Last beer of the year. Mm, what do we got, Jerry? 2023 on the wraps. Um, so, you know, when it's the holiday season and you see Stone Cold Steve Austin has a beer, you you, you pick it up. You pick it up and you drink it. So we got a, oh, excuse me, a beer here from El Segundo Brewing Segundo. Company. Segundo. Thanks, Eli. Uh, Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA. It is um, an Indian Pale Ale, badass 6.7 IPA designed by Steve Austin and El whatever brewing company for the working man and woman. Well, we're working men. It features Citra Cascade chinook hops to deliver big flavor with an easy finish now stop reading and start enjoying all right we will <laughs> i knew he had a beer but i've never seen it in person before it, it is smooth they're it's, not it's they're not cool lying can. Yeah. got his uh you know the barbed wire all around it a skull on it it's cooler than the it's better than the iron maiden one we had yes yeah when i when i first heard about this i thought it was more like gimmicky um i don't know maybe not like a joke beer, but um, I don't even know what I was thinking. Not like a limited edition either, but just more of just like a gimmick. Like, oh, he did it once just to have his own beer. I don't know. But Clickbait beer. It's like yeah, maybe Logan something Paul like does. that. Um, but it's actually pretty good. I mean, it's an IPA, and uh, yeah, it's smooth for 6.7%. I wouldn't have pictured him to be an IPA guy. More like a, you know, light pils- pilsner, lager maybe. That's what I was thinking. Imagine if he was drinking these when he was wrestling, dude, imagine he was just waterfalling like seven yeah. can IPA, get, dude, searing headache from the lights, just walking back to the back afterwards. Oh God, instant that, That's growth, though. He went from you know shitty light beer to uh, to you know proper IPA. I wonder so. if you drink like ten of these, if your skull feel like it's broken. Probably, <laughs> probably, probably feels like you got stone cold. I'm down. <laughs> no, it's good. I do like it. It's you know you're pretty average IPA. Um, nothing to write home about, but it gets the job done. Um, I'm going to go a go 6.8. Nice solid 6.8. Yeah, it's, um, <clears throat> I can agree with you there. It's definitely, it's your very run of the mill citrus IPA. I think if you're getting in a beer market, 
a citrus IPA is probably one of the easiest entry points in all of beer because you just they all kind of taste a little bit the same. I feel like they're kind of hard to mess up and they're all good just inherently because everybody loves citrus IPAs. Um, pretty average across the board. Cool can. The can's nice. A lot of people don't have cool cans and then Stone Cold's the man. So, you know, I'll give it a I'll give it a 7.1. Just because he's so cool and his beard does taste yeah, pretty Steve, good. Steve Austin in the can does should get bonus points for that. Especially like you like said, a lot of these brewing companies now they kind of just put it in like a regular can and just you know write the name on there, which is understandable too from a business standpoint from their end. But it is a pretty cool can. It deserve it should deserve uh, some credit. No doubt, good call on the can. I love the broken skull. That's what that's what drove me in. I looked at it and then I saw Steve Austin, so I picked oh, it you up. Didn't even see Steve Austin. No, nah, I saw the, the awesome. first thing I th- <laughs> saw was a skull, and I thought of the Forty ers so I bought the beer. And I got to give it a seven three. The sm- it just this is one of the smoothest IPAs I've ever had. It, it's not really jumping with flavor um, as the can describes. Like I taste a little bit of the citra, and that's about it. But um, they're not lying when they say it's an easy finish, and the drinkability is really up there. Um, you could drink three of these easily and not feel full. Or have that dry feeling. I mean, listen to me. I'm just burping it out. I'm making room for more. Um, so we're gonna go. Yeah, we're gonna go seven three. Great beer. All right, glad boom. I got it. Last beer of the year. Let's move on. Bowl season. How's bowl season treating you, bud? Not good. No. Drop the drop the bell of the day. Tulane plus ten and a half, and they lost forty one to twenty. Ooh. So tough start to the day. That is brutal. Bowl season's tough though, because you know transfers and people opting out. Um, people, you know, especially with these bowls coming up next Monday, people getting arrested over the holiday weekend, not good. getting suspended. <laughs> I love capping them though, because of get into a bar fight in your hometown bar over break because of those types of scenarios. Yeah. You know what I mean? The kind of it's um, extra layer, super extra informative. Layers. It's probably like the most informative handicapping you can do outside of like betting on a draft, because you know you're getting all this insider information. And you know who's playing and who's not. And, uh, you know, the points, you'll watch the lines move accordingly. <clears throat> Jeez, sorry, everyone. But um, I'm just, I'm bummed out that we have to, you know, we, we have college football on Monday. Like, I feel like it's always on the weekend, the playoff. And it's on, you know, New Year's Last Day. Year was New Year's Eve, right? Yeah. And it was awesome. But NFL is king. So. Um, you know, we'll be going to Monday and I feel really bad for the people out there that, uh, you know, have to return the office on Tuesday because you got a great game between, uh, Texas and Washington kicking off at eight o'clock and, you know, you're going to be sleepy if you go to work on Tuesday. It used to be on New Year's Day though, before, then it went to New Year's Eve. Now it's back to New Year's Day. Like last year was awesome, dude. The Ohio State. Ohio State game right yeah. there at the the turn of the tide. I was laying in bed, dude. It was sweet. I Wild the start game. to the year. Yeah, they kicked the field goal at the end. The clock, you know, did its thing. Everyone, woo, and I just out like a light, like immediately. Yeah. That was perfect. I couldn't ask for a better end of the year. Yeah, that is cool, but I kind of uh, kind of prefer it on New Year's Day just because, you know, you're hungover from the day before. The late, the late start for Texas, Washington, that's a late game, right? The late yeah. start, that sucks. Yeah, it does. That makes no sense. But I kind of like just, you know, hungover, recovering, family day on New Year's Day, just watching bowl games. That's, that's, I like that. What day of the week is that? I forget. 
New Year's Day. It's going to be Monday. Monday. Yeah, but uh, but the late start, I totally agree. I mean, eight forty five kickoff. It's listed at eight forty five, but you know that shit ain't kicking off till nine p.m. That's crazy. Um, I mean, the Washington crowd though, and Texas crowd. That's earlier, you know, earlier in the day for them. But I don't know. That does kind of suck. Alabama, Michigan at five o'clock on Monday. Can't wait for that. Uh, what else is that day? Iowa, Tennessee, Liberty, Oregon, LSU, Wisconsin. What a slate. That is cool, though. From 12 till you go to sleep, there's going to be bowl games on. Got to love that. Do love that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, bowl season is tough. Hard to cap. Just got to ride the wave, man. Just ride that wave. I think Georgia is going to smash Florida State. But it's going to be the typical – if. Georgia loses, then oh, they weren't trying. Um, what are the good bowl games? Dude, we got we got uh, football tomorrow at eleven a.m. How cool is that? Little uh, SMU Boston College action. Oh, that's gonna be good. Yeah, that's gonna dude. be real good. Especially yeah, SMU's moving right. They're going to the Big Twelve. Yep, that's gonna be sick. So it's a it's a great start to great start to your Thursday. I mean, you couldn't really ask for anything more. Especially when a week of just doing nothing. Yeah, like right? there's no work going just chill on this out, week. Watch over your lunch break. Enjoy. Yeah. Besides the big games, you zeroing in on any? Like besides Alabama, Michigan, and Texas, Washington. Uh, uh I like Kansas State minus two and a half, just because it's the Pop Tarts Bowl. I feel like I have you to see have the action. Trophy? Yeah, it looks awesome. Oh, it's one of the best trophies yeah. I've ever seen. So I think Kansas State is far superior than yeah. North for those Carolina of you who didn't see it, there's a football at the top, and it has slits like a toaster, and they put two actual Pop Tarts in it. Then down the whole body of the trophy, it's just like silver plated Pop Tarts around the whole thing. One of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yeah, it was awesome. What's your favorite Pop-Tart flavor? S'mores. Oh, I'm going to go classic, just your strawberry, man. I like that. Yeah. I like the blueberry. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? Nope. If you haven't, then I think you should. Nope. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? It's so freaking good. I do want to touch on one of the swings, just like um, Jared was saying with, with bowls. So before all the... Uh, news came out about Ohio State not playing any players. I got Missouri plus two and a half. They became the favorites. They became a two point favorite between all the news of Ohio State. You know, losing people, people opting out to opting out to play. Missouri goes all the way to a favorite. Thought I got insane value, and now more news is coming back out about how these players are now going to play for Ohio State, and they're back to being a favorite. So in a span of like two weeks. The spread changed like four points in both directions, four point swings in both directions, which is just wild. Um, just based on news of players either playing or not playing. Some there's um, some crazy lines out there. Imagine yeah. you got a parlay and you took one of the opposites of what actually is going to happen. Now you got to sweat that out. Yeah, so it's it's tough, man. There's going to be pain. <laughs> there's definitely going to be pain. <laughs> Okay. Um, anything else for bowl season before we, we love it. touch on the NFL? We love it. Should be fun. Mississippi and uh, Penn State should be good on Saturday. Just great action all weekend. And, you know, uh, outside of Thanksgiving, I mean, New Year's Eve weekend is one of the best for football for sure. So a little last hurrah for the boys and uh, good luck to everybody. Last week or last second to last week of the NFL season, the penultimate NFL week. How are we feeling about that, guys? They kind of came and, and flew right before our eyes. Insane. 
all the games were spread out too, and it feel it just 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 yeah. like the holiday. Yeah, just this, flew this, by. Last, this last week was sick. We had Thursday Unreal. night football, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Oh, so beautiful. much football, dude! The Rams are dangerous. Yeah, they are. Rams are dangerous. I grabbed a ticket for them at seventy five hundred when he was facing when they were facing the Lions because it was I was just like, dude, you could just Stafford's just a gunslinger. I bet two Super Bowl exactas today, um, both involving the Rams. I went Rams Bills at um, ninety to one. And then I went Rams. Or Bills Rams was um, Bills over 180 to one. Over Bills? Nope, it's just the oh, matchup. Just, oh, okay. 180 to one, and then Rams Ravens 90, uh, 90 to one. Dude, the Rams are they're like good. Their like, offense they just have is sick. so many good players, and people do not realize like Puka is such a quiet player in like the media, and I feel like half the people don't even know who he is, but he will just eat Cooper Cup right next to him. That's disgusting. Kyron Williams is filthy. Easily, the, if Christian McCaffrey isn't in the NFL, he's the best running back. He's so good. He got hurt, so he missed a handful of games. Like, obviously, that sucks. But, I mean, for how young he is, running backs don't last long. But Yeah, I think uh, Sean McVay is really proving that he is, you know, I, I know he you know, won the Super Bowl, but there's still naysayers because he did it with all those first-round picks and they made all those trades. But the Rams at the beginning of the season had the fourth highest odds to have the worst NFL record. I mean, he's doing it with a, a bunch of fifth-round picks. The, the Rams haven't had a first-round pick in forever. He's doing a bunch of fifth-round picks. Um, he's doing a great job. Yeah, the Rams are scary, man, for sure. Frank's got to be feeling good. You were a big Rams advocate beginning of the season. Yeah, early I think in the it summer. was. Uh, you were all over them. Yeah, well, they. I was big on them. Then they went on that. They kind of lost a couple games, and— they weren't looking good, but then they kind of got their shit together. Stafford was hurt, though. He missed, I think he missed two or, two three, or three games. games. Um, so, yeah, I think I got to check my ticket, but I think I have him at like 40-ish to one to win the Super Bowl. Small like bet, that. but still a cool ticket. Don't be a drunken sailor. Bet more. Yeah. I wonder what, <laughs> I haven't even checked their odds. Dude, they uh, have maybe. a, they have a, pa- I mean, the NFC is any, like, they can beat the 49ers, and it's unfortunate because we hate to see injuries, but their offensive line just got devastated on Monday. And you bring in Aaron Donald, and he can get in on the inside, and you can stop the run and force Brock Purdy to pass. We saw what happens when he has to do that. Four I mean, four. and just uh, Kyrene Williams out of the backfield should be able to get things going. Even against the Eagles, I think the Rams, obviously, the Rams are going to get points no matter who they play, and I'm going to be grabbing them. All the way until they get knocked out. I think they're going to cover every game they have in the playoffs. And I want to see Matt Stafford travel to Ford Field in Detroit. Oh, it's going to be brutal for happens. Rams Lions first round playoff game. Imagine he kills them. He's going to. Being a Lions fan, dude, it's just brutal. absolutely going to just shred that defense apart. Just dude, they're terrible. To the list of heartbreaking losses for Lions yeah. fans. That is brutal. But I think. Um, I think the highest odds for the first round matchup for uh for Detroit right now, I don't think it's the Rams. I was listening to it today. Right now they have the highest odds to play Seattle. Really? Yeah. Yep. The way the way the schedules work out, um, I think it's Seattle. But I think that's with um with them predicting Detroit jumps Philly. For the two spot. 
We got vacuum lady outside. She just outside the studio, totally getting me confused. Yeah, but so, no, all the first round matchups in in both conferences are looking fire right yeah. now. Cowboys would probably play the Buccaneers. Uh, Cowboys, yes, yep. That's the most. That's the highest, or you know, percentage wise, that's the highest percentage play for those two uh, in the playoffs is Dallas. Tampa Bay traveling. No, sorry, Dallas traveling to Tampa. I love because the Cowboys Dallas is, this week. at this point probably not going to win the division. Love them off a letdown spot against the Lions, who just won the division for the first time since 1993. Cowboys are bullies at home. Yeah, I can't wait for that game. That game's going to be, be good. Great Saturday. Ravens, Dolphins too. That game should be good. Be sweaty dude. Going to be sweaty for sure. The Browns, man. The fucking Browns, Joe bro. Flacco, Joe Flacco, Flacco. I don't want to see Joe Flacco in the playoffs, Comeback dude. Comeback player of the year? My God, he could po- be. He's down, to like, he's down to like <laughs> four to one. Like four games. He he's is played, moving. Right? He's been cooking. Why not Joe Flacco? He had like, what was it, 13 touchdowns yeah. and some. He's slinging that. Dude, thousand yards He's came games. off the couch and hasn't had a game where he's thrown less than 300 yards. Dude, he's Think about dog. how crazy that is. That is crazy, bro. Just, just to be thrown away next year when Deshaun Watson comes back. A tragedy. I'm surprised Flacco did it and not Brady, though. I'm a little surprised Brady isn't suited up right now, dude, with all these quarterback injuries. Yeah, think about Tom Brady, what he's like, seeing the level of quarterback play in the NFL right now. Yeah, because he, he, he was the guy who wouldn't leave for a little, right? Like he, dude, kind of, it's crazy. I don't know if he doesn't want to double dip <clears throat> on that, but... I thought Brady was going to have a helmet on by now. Maybe if it, maybe if like Tampa needed a quarterback, he would. But I think he's just happy where he is. Like a year off, yeah, be with done. the family, play golf, like just chill. He's got that deal with Fox starting next year. Also, like doesn't help your legacy if you kind of jump on a team in like week sixteen, seventeen, yeah. and just win like three games with them and get a ring. That that's going to be a, that's a little bit of a. Nah, that's pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool, cool but. but it's definitely leaving something on the table for people who are on the other side of the argument. It is a little like, eh. It's like a little asterisk. Yeah, I mean, dude, there's so many teams that Tom Brady could join right now that would just be fire. Like, imagine him on the Vikings. Texans. Oh, my God, dude. He'd be slaying it on the Texans, dude, with Nico Collins. Crazy, man. But, yeah, it's going to be good. I'm excited for this upcoming week. Um, speaking of the Rams, the Giants play the Rams. That should be an L. Tommy DeVito, our sweet prince, is benched. He's his his uh, career NFL career is probably over. He had a good run though. Dude, one is he get benched for Tyrod Taylor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like for good or I don't know. But they did in that game. Well, I think I think Tyrod's going to probably be the start of the last two games yeah. of the year. There's only two games left. It's a good run. One yeah. video of him and his mom today making food with. The sauce. Pasta sauce in a can, yeah, and everything went to shit, dude. That was hilarious, Everything dude, went to had, shit. He opened the cabinet, and there was just, like, every row jar that you could buy at, like, your local shop, right? It's also funny, too, because think about all, like, the kids, young kids, who, like, opened uh, Tommy DeVito jerseys for Christmas, and then he gets benched later in the day. Brutal. <laughs> came Brutal. With, came with a jar of row sauce, though, so not all bad. Giants might win Week 18, though. Eagles might not be playing for anything, so... Just, yeah, uh, but keep that, that would mind. just that would just fucking ruin the draft pick. Yeah, let's probably. See, hey, let's uh, let's Wait, take a look. That was a big weekend for your draft. How Oz. funny you though! That? How funny yeah, though I'm that Bill Belichick lost. wins the game for I the see, Patriots because yeah. he stationed John Shula's record and he was and like, the com- "Fuck the this organization." The switch picks. Fuck the yeah, Vikings. Moving, moving on or up, the Broncos. Dude. Rather, he's like, "Screw everybody! I'm getting my win." Yeah. So right. So right now, the top five picks 
are uh, Carolina, but the Bears are getting that with the first pick. Then it's Arizona at three and twelve, Washington at four and eleven, New England at four and eleven, Giants at five and ten. We almost blew it. Dude, they almost came back from like a 20-point deficit at half yeah. to the Jets. <laughs> I was like, guys, what are we doing? Dude. Like, stop. Yeah, I Did mean. You, sorry, what were you saying? I was going to say two weeks in a row, Jacoby Brissett comes in and outplays Sam Howell. Well, I was going to say, oh, you know, it's this thing you guys know what it's like to be part of a fan base, dude. The second you're not winning, they just want you to use your top pick on a quarterback. I, I don't think you move on from Sam Howell just – because we had a rough back end of the season. It seems kind of obnoxious. I mean, I, mean, had, I would love you guys not to take a quarterback there. That'd be good for the Giants. I, I just want us to take, I mean, they're talking about taking Brock Bowers from Georgia. That's been like the fan favorite. You know, you see all like the people in their print shop, like making all the things and Brock Bowers in like 87 Washington Jersey, like all that stupid stuff. He's been like the fan favorite for them to get. Um, is Marvin Harrison... In this draft, I don't even yeah, remember. So right yeah, now, just eligible. the season option. I know there's so many different versions, but just the one uh, mock draft that I'm on right now. Top five picks, Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison Jr., Drake May to Washington, uh, Jaden Daniels to New England, and then Oli Afashanu tackle to the Giants. So those are the top five uh, mocked uh, picks right now. So yeah, that was a big weekend though for Washington to swap picks with New England like that. That was sweet. They're probably gonna just ruin my life and win this week for some stupid reason with Jacoby Brissett. Light a fire under the Sam Howell argument. They're gonna push him to take a quarterback and I'm gonna be miserable for another half decade. Yeah, that, I mean that would be fire because right now I hope the Giants lose the last two games. I mean they should the Rams and the Eagles. So yeah, I mean you guys should get crushed by the Niners this week. They're going to be pissed off coming off Wait, of a bad loss. Washington plays Washington. Yeah, oh, you guys yeah. are going to get cooked. <laughs> That's brutal. You know what's killing me this week in uh, the, the the playoff game for the one seed? Baltimore deserves it. They are better than the Dolphins. Um, but we have this dark cloud looming over us. And the fact that the Ravens are 0-3 against the spread under Lamar Jackson as a home favorite when they're coming off a straight-up underdog win. That's not good. Gross. Yeah, that's not good. The, and the line's at four right now. But no Jalen Waddle for the rest of the year for Miami. That's that's brutal. So Obviously I mean, banged up Tyreek. Just yeah, just stop Tyreek, stop the run. I mean, that's a bad number to go against, but it's a small sample size. Yeah, it's only four games, you said? Yeah. Three games? Three, three games, games. or oh and three, right? Three against games. Spread. It's gonna be probably hopefully it'll be a better game than it was on Monday. But Lamar Jackson, MVP, Frank, you got to be feeling great right now having oh, that ticket in yes. your pocket, dude. Both tickets, baby. Ravens that me and Jared both have, 25 to 1, preseason picks, um, down to plus 5. 5. I saw oh, 5 today. Super 7, no, like 5. I yeah, think. they're like the second on the board. Niners second are still behind, 2 to 1. Yeah, yep. Second behind the, the Niners. Um, Lamar Jackson, odds on favorite at most, uh, most books. Minus 160. Yeah, so... Uh, did you get in on Lamar MVP? Yeah. Plus 550 or you got Dude. it before that? So uh, for Christmas, Ashley's dad got me a $50 FanDuel gift card. 
That's awesome. And I'm like, you know what? If the Ravens win today, the Ravens win today, they're gonna, Lamar's gonna be the MVP favorite. So I sent that $50 gift card right on him five to one. I said, yeah. Dude, but how crazy is that guy that had the Brock Purdy MVP ticket preseason flop? $2,000 to win 200 grand. And he's, and he sold it for a hundred thousand dollars. I would have done the same thing. He's gotta be feeling great. And the guy who bought it has to just be on himself. That guy's a moron. Who buys tickets? That's so dumb, dude. But it's probably some really rich 49ers fan that, that that doesn't gamble a lot. And you know what I mean? Like, he's just, oh, yeah, I'm a big fan and a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, that guy's awesome. And yeah. I hope I can send him my contact info and he can Wild. pay my student hey, but debt. But, yeah, Ravens with the win over the Dolphins this week. Get the week. first seed. Lock up the one seed, baby. That's Come the goal. On. Come on. We're going to be sweating. Come Likely. on. We're flocking. <laughs> we're flocking right now. We're going to yep. flock all over this place. How about it? Well... <laughs> <laughs> okay, with that being said, let's get to the flock and fantasy update, all right? Yeah, it was ugly for a lot of us. Uh, Say what? <laughs> yeah. So the consolation ladder, um, the loser circle, all you need is love, took out Ramon. Ramon just had a kid. We'll let him go. Uh, Frankie just punching out Connor's lights, 132 to 105. I'm in the ninth place game, baby. Fighting for ninth place. You're working. I'm um in what's called the winner's consolation ladder with Girth. Or I guess it's like we lost in the playoffs. So should be the they third place the game, winner. Right? Nah. I don't oh, know. Oh, no. The losers go to, this week. Yeah, 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 we're fighting for like fifth place. Um, so that score doesn't even matter. Uh, big, big, sweaty, sweaty mess in the winner's bracket. Sweaty everywhere. Um, the fun fact of the season is our winners bracket. So two separate games were decided by a total difference of less than seven points. That's crazy. Right. So two different scoring tiers here. If they swapped opponents, they would have been two blowouts. Um, we'll start in the lower scoring with our two in house, Jared and Nick, uh, Jared sweating it up at the end. He had Lamar and Zay flowers, Nick, with the San Fran kicker and Debo, um, a lot of not throwing situations for the Ravens late in the game and a lot of throwing situations for the Niners. Uh, PPR, so, you know, every touch counts. Um, extra points are killer, but Jared ended up winning that 111.18 to 110.12. So there's a sweaty one all the way to the end of Christmas Day, which was the same scenario for Sags and Stefan, 139.8 to 134. Important to note that Sags at 134 at the laws had Christian McCaffrey when they had the ball on the two yard line and a touchdown would have won his game by point one six. So the both I've never seen a fantasy playoff bracket go that late and that close, just really the last drive of the last game decided both games. So yeah, that was pretty wire, nice. dude. Yeah, so we got uh Stefan versus Jared and everyone else is a loser. Thank God John Harbaugh for some reason. If you, uh, there was a game earlier in the season, um, where they could have need the, kneeled the football and they just give it to Gus Edwards three times and get out of there. Thank God he did that again on the first play and Gus goes down a couple yards and then they kneeled a football. So I didn't lose so oh, many points. Yeah. You would have lost some points. Dude, with Lamar I saw, Jackson I saw down one too, guy right? lost his fantasy playoff game by point one because of the oh. kneel down. That's that brutal. you don't deserve that. You don't deserve that. Shit like that makes me 
I don't even want to say it. Yeah, like it, that's crazy. Makes me sad. Um, Jared, though, in his second championship game, looking for right, his baby. second title. Stefan in his first, of course, looking for his first. Paul took so, it Pats. Uh, Never cool, count him out. Cool, cool matchup there. Old champ, or some might say the fake champ, yeah. uh, versus a potential newcomer. So that's pretty cool. All right. Is that it for Sweaty. fantasy? That's in the winner's Sweaty. circle. Oh, I love that. We'll see you next week. Okay, moving on to our locks of the week. Let's do it. The Titans did not get me there. Geno Smith. Geno freaking Smith. Game-winning drive. I had the Titans plus two and a half. They lose by three. So that sucked. I um, really thought they were going to win outright. But uh, I'm going against someone in this very room this week. Uh, the Ooh. Michigan Wolverines. I'm big game hunting, baby. Michigan Wolverines to take down uh, the Crimson Tide led by Coach Nick Saban. I'm taking Michigan minus one and a half. Yes, I am betting against Big Bad Alabama. Um, I think it's going to happen. I think everyone and their mom is going to be on Alabama, which Alabama, like the Patriots, have proven that it does not matter if they're a public favorite. Um, in this case, a public dog. Uh, they come out anyway, but hey. We'll see what happens. That's what I'm going to roll with. Let's do it. Michigan minus one and a half, 10 and 12 on the season. So my journey to 500 is still on. I'm going to emotionally hedge with my lock with the uh, Niners and commanders over 49 and a half. It's extremely high. Um, But I know two things. Commanders will put up a fight because they should not win this game by any stretch of the imagination. So this will probably be the best game that they play all year. And the Niners are obviously a little emotionally battered right now and probably looking to kind of shake the rust off and, you know, beat the brakes off somebody. And Washington has found a habit in my three decades of living to always be the brakes that are beaten off of something. So I'm just going to just protect myself emotionally and take the over in that game and prepare for what might be a very bad day. <laughs> To be Washington I, I like fan. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> I like that play. Hopefully, lose though. Regardless of anything, um, we are we are on the long road trying to get back to five hundred. We went two and zero last week. Merry Christmas, Falcons minus one. Never in doubt. Um, poor Shane Steichen and the Colts just absolutely fumbled the bag, and now they're fighting for the playoff lives against a very frisky Raiders team this week. That's going to be interesting to watch. Um, and then we had Titans up to eight and a half. Cowboys up to seven and a half on a long teaser. That got there. Um, so that was, uh, you know, it's about time I won something. Um, so like Frank said, um, I'm on the other side, man. I'm going to, there's only one Harbaugh that's won big games in his life, and his name doesn't sound like Jim. It sounds like John. Um, and to seal the deal on Bama plus two, Alabama is 20-3 and three against the spread as a dog versus an undefeated team. Um, and just so you know, under Nick Saban, they are nine and two straight up against the spread against the conference that he used to coach in, which would be the Big Ten. Um, so I love those numbers. Bama has the experience. It's the SEC grind. It's everything that I don't believe in and hate against, but I will sell out for a winner. So good luck to Frank. Um, good luck to everybody. It should be an awesome game in the NFL. I got two plays. Um, like I said, I'm trying to claw back, trying to claw back. So I got a total. Don't usually bet totals, um, but I do bet early in the week. And uh, so do Sharps. And right now I'm looking at the VEASAN betting splits. 
uh, VSIN.com. And they get these numbers from DraftKings. The total's at 41.5 right now. 58% of the money, or 58% of the bets, rather, are on the over with 90% of the money at 41.5. So that number is probably going to tick up come Thursday, Friday to 42. Um, but I'm going to jump on that, that train right now and uh, follow the money per my favorite sports talk show in the world. And then I'm just going to go cards plus 10 and a half. Um, Eagles couldn't cover against bad Giants team. They are weak in oil right now. And to cap off the sauce, the Arizona Cardinals are a solid 10 and 0 against the spread against NFC opponents in their last 10 games. So I'll take it, take the points and uh, hopefully we can go three and zero, and you know bring this nine and fourteen record to something a little bit more respectable. Love that. Have a safe and happy new year, everyone. Let's win some goddamn bets. Happy New Year.